Fantastic. Well, I think we'll carry on with speaking. I'm going to carry on with um, what we've talked about the last, last week. Well, for those of you, just to refresh you, we're looking at the, the letter of 1 John at the moment. And um, the first couple of weeks, we looked at living in the light. And last week, we started living in the truth. And we're going to, I'm going to finish that today to the second part of that. Uh, we, we looked at four things last week about how we can live in the truth. And the first one was, to stop. it says in 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 to 17, that we are to stop loving the world. And then we looked at about doing the will of God. This is another way that we live in the truth, is by doing the will of God. And we spent time on that point, actually, our tables, discussing that and looking at the different things that Jesus said about the will of God. And then the third thing we looked at was about knowing the truth. You know, that, that actually we do know the truth. And if we're living in the spirit, if we're living in the truth, there's, there's this confidence that we have that actually because Holy Spirit lives in us, we actually do know the truth. We know what's right. We know what's wrong. But it, again, it comes to us and the decisions that we make. Are we going to do the right thing? And then the fourth thing we looked at was remaining faithful to what we have been taught from the beginning. If we are to live in the spirit of truth, be living in the truth, then we need to remain faithful to what we have been taught from the beginning. And I want to start again today by quoting that verse in John chapter 13, verses 34 to 35, where it says this, Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. And, and as using that as a springboard in this little mini-series of living and loving, how do we live? How do we love? How, how are we living and how are we, live, how are we loving others? You see, because we are called by God to love one another. And through that love for one another, the world will see that we are his followers, that we are his disciples. So let's open up at 1 John, um, the letter of 1 John. We've looked at chapter 1, and we were halfway through chapter 2. And have that open there. Today, the sort of theme that I want to bring out is this, that this continuing. In my version here, the, living, the, the New Living Translation, John uses the word continue. If you look at verse 24 and the, the second part of verse 24, it says this, if you do, you will continue to live in fellowship with the Son and with the Father. And in this fellowship, we enjoy the eternal life he promised us. And that was off the back of what we finished with last week. So you must remain faithful to what you've been taught from the beginning. And I want to have a look at this word continue first before we unpack what, what John is saying here. Because I think in order for us to live in the truth, there needs to be a continuation. We were talking about that just a moment ago. There needs to be this continuation, this propelling forward. You see, when we remain faithful to what we have been taught... We have made that decision to continue, to continue in what we have been taught. So in the dictionary, the word continue means this. There's a few 
few things. And there's six definitions that I want to just pull out today. It's first this. Continue means resume or proceed in a certain state, condition, or activity. Yeah, so you concern, you, you resume, you, you proceed in a certain way. That means, that's what continue means. Um, continue can also mean keep talking. So yeah, keep, continue, continue what you're saying, keep talking, follow up what you're saying. The third, the third um, use of the word continue is keep or maintain an unaltered condition cause to remain or last. So there's this thought that continue means that we, we continue, we maintain this unaltered um, condition or position. Continue can also mean move ahead. We travel onward in time or space. Continue forward, continue on, keep going. And then it can also mean to do something repeatedly. And showing no intention to stop. So there's this thought about continue that is something that we continue to do. It's repeatedly, we repeatedly do it. We, we show no intention of ever stopping this. We're going to continue this. And then there's this sixth definition, which is continue means to resume after an interruption. And I like that one because, you see, sometimes we, we stop, we do stop, and we don't continue but there's this hope that, you see, we can continue. We can resume after an interruption. And we have all sorts of things that interrupt our lives, interrupt our, our walk with Jesus, our walk with Father and the Holy Spirit. But there's this brilliant thought that we can resume after an interruption. That's not the end. And so let's go to 1 John and, and unpack three things I want to look at today from these verses. 1 John chapter 2, verses 24. So you must remain faithful to what you have been taught from the beginning. If you do, you will continue to live in fellowship with the Son and with the Father. And in this fellowship, we enjoy the internal life he promised us. I've written these things to you because you need to be aware of those who want to lead you astray. But you have received the Holy Spirit. And he lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you all things. And what he teaches is true. It is not a lie. So continue in what he has taught you. And continue to live in Christ. Can you see um, what I mean by this continuation? this, This theme that John is writing about here, this continuing, continue, what, continue in what is taught you, continue to live in Christ, continue to live in fellowship with the Father. The Greek word here for continue is, is meno, which is a verb that means to stay, to abide. Maybe your version says abide, um, or one of these other things. It, it, could, it can mean abide, it, mean, it can mean continue, as this version says. It can mean dwell, it can mean endure. It can mean be present. It can mean remain, stand and tarry. I love these Greek words. They can mean so many things. And it's so great and so vast and so wonderful to to look at those sometimes because it helps us to get some more understanding of what the writer is saying. This continue that John is talking about, of continuing to be present, not departing, 
it also speaks of time and, of, and eternity, of course, because we are to. It says John says we are to continue to live in fellowship with the Father until Jesus returns, and then there'll be a different kind of continuation, won't there? You see, the way we continue to live in the truth, to be living in, in the truth, is by remaining faithful to what we have been taught. To become those people who do not let the lies of the enemy, deception, to affect that continuation. Yes, sometimes they do, but we stand in the truth as, we, as we've been saying just from that psalm, in, in the understanding of who we are and who God is, and that we have this continual fellowship with the Father. This is why we must remain faithful to what we've been taught, because we do know that deception comes and tries to deceive us and say something different. We do know that the enemy wants to tell us lies about ourselves, that you're not who, you, who God says you are. All those things that we sometimes believe. So this is why we must remain faithful to what we've been taught. This is why we must remain in fellowship with Father. And this continuation is so powerful. If we, look, if we think about the word continue, what it means, and, you, it's a, and apply all those to this relationship, this fellowship with the Father, the continuation is powerful here because we are to resume, we are to proceed and to live in fellowship with Father. We keep talking to Father. We follow up what he says. We keep talking to him. You know, do you talk to him? Do you talk to Father? I mean, I, I, I think we all do, don't we? we? We all have that, hopefully we have that relationship. Maybe we talk to Father in prayer and it's not so, it's just a prayer. Well, from that psalm, you see, God wants us to go beyond just, uh, just words to that intimacy, that place where, yeah, we do call him father or papa or, or dad or that, that beautiful relationship that we have because of Jesus, because of the Holy Spirit. And also, you know, with this fellowship with father, we keep an unaltered condition, an unaltered position of fellowship with the father. What we were saying in the middle table here, that there's this, this continuation that it's not just coming to the Father when we need him. It's, it's this, you know, we don't treat our, hopefully we don't treat our parents, our, our father or our children like that. We have this continued relationship and that's the same for us. An unaltered position of fellowship. We move ahead with Father leading us and encouraging us. We have this fellowship with the Father repeatedly as there was another meaning of continue, wasn't it? And we show no intention of stopping. That determination, that, that confidence of who we are and the relationship that we have. You see, maybe you have stopped your relationship with Father. Maybe at this moment you are in that place of interruption. Something's broken in. The lies of the enemy have got to you. You've believed something about yourself or believed something about someone else or even about the church, if you like, and it's caused you to be interrupted. Well, I want to encourage you. I want to call you up today. I want to say to you, 
Like we said last week, you have been anointed with the Holy Spirit. You have received the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is alive in you. So, so if you are in this place of interruption, continue. Resume. Continue. Keep going. Continue to live in fellowship with the Father. If we carry on in this letter that John writes... Verse 28 says, and now, dear children, continue to live in fellowship with Christ so that when he returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame. Since we know that God is always right, we also know that all who do what is right are his children. Verse chapter 3 says, see how very much Our heavenly father loves us, for he allows us to be called his children. And we really are. Exclamation mark in my Bible. But the people who belong to this world don't know God. So they don't understand that we are his children. Yes, dear friends, we are already God's children. And we can't even imagine what we will be like when Christ returns. But we do know that when he comes... We will be like him, for we will receive, we will see him as he really is. And all, and all who believe this will can keep themselves pure, just as Christ is pure. Those who sin are opposed to the law of God, for all sin opposes the law of God. And you know that Jesus came to take away our sins, for there is no sin in him. So, if we continue to live in him... We won't sin either. Wow, that's powerful, isn't it? If we continue to live in him, if we continue to live in fellowship with Christ, we won't sin either. But those who keep on sinning have never known him or understood who he is. Lord, I pray for that understanding, that knowing of Jesus. Dear children, verse 7 says, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it is because they are righteous even as Christ is righteous. But when people keep on sinning, it shows they belong to the devil, who has been sinning since the beginning. But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Those who have been born into God's family do not sin because God's life is in them. So they they can't keep on sinning because they have been born of God. So now we can tell you, now we can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil. Anyone who does not obey God's commands and does not love other Christians does not belong to God. So it's all about this living. It's all about this continuation. In order for us to live in the truth, to be living in the truth, we need to be continuing, as verse 28 says, to live in fellowship with Christ. Continue to live in fellowship with the Father we've looked at and then then we're looking at what John is saying. Now, continue to live in fellowship with Christ. And he continues to use this continuation language and also of this language of eternity. If you notice in verse 28, uh, it says this, Now, dear children, continue to live in fellowship with Christ so that when he returns, you'll be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame. You know, he, he uses this word about continuation, uses this language continue relationship with Christ again until he returns. So that is a, 
our, our end goal, we see it. And we always have, should have that in our thoughts and in our minds that Jesus is coming again. And so we need to continue in our relationship with the Father and our relationship with Jesus until he comes. You see, I, I love the thought there, that as we continue in fellowship with Father, as we continue in fellowship and relationship with Christ, we will be full of courage, my version says. Courage. Courage and not ashamed. No shame. I think of what we were talking about, about living in the light, that sometimes when we are living in shame, we live in the shadows, we live in the dark. That, but when we live in the light, there's this exposure, there's this confidence, there's this courage that we can have that we don't have to live in the shadows, we can live in the light when we continue to do what is right, when we continue to live in the truth, to be living in the truth. And, and John takes some time to, to remind us and remind the readers here that the truth that is that God, that we are God's children, that we are God's children. And people may come and try and deceive us and say something else, but that is the truth. We are God's children and we belong to him. If we come from that position, if we come from that standpoint of understanding who we are, then we will have this courage to be able to do what is right. We will have this courage to be able to live in the truth, in right relationship, in right fellowship with the Father, with the Son, Jesus, and of course, by the power of the Holy Spirit that is within us. And John also takes some time to remind us that we are loved by the Father. This is who we are. This is who we truly are. We are loved by the Father. We belong to him. So let's believe it. Let's live it. Let's remain faithful to this teaching that we have. Let's pause. Let's stop. Let's reflect. Hang on a minute. This is who I am. The Father loves me. I belong to him. I have this relationship with Jesus. And I have the power of the Holy Spirit alive within me. And when we stand and we pause and we think about that, we will not be diverted from the truth. We will be able to do what is right. We will be able to continue. We will be able to resume, proceed, to keep on talking, to maintain an unaltered position. We will be able to move ahead we were able to do it repeatedly, showing no intention to stop. With Jesus and the fellowship we have with him, we can live in the truth. And so my third thing I want to look at today, we're not, we're not going to continue with chapter 3. We'll look at that another time. That's the, we're, going to be, we're looking at living in his love. That's another living in loving that we're going to look at. But I want to jump over to chapter 4. And the first six verses. And he says this, Dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. You must test them to see if the Spirit they have comes from God. That's really good counsel, really good wisdom there. For there are many false prophets in the world. This is the way 
to find out if they have the Spirit of God. If a prophet acknowledges that Jesus Christ became a human being, that person has the Spirit of God. If a prophet does not acknowledge Jesus, that person is not from God. Such a person has the spirit of the Antichrist. You have heard that he is going to come into the world, and he is already here. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won your fight with these false prophets. Because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. These people belong to this world, so they speak from the world's viewpoint, and the world listens to them. But we belong to God, and that is why those who know God listen to us. If they do not belong to God, they do not listen to us. That is how we know if someone has the spirit of truth or the spirit of deception. Pretty straightforward, pretty clear writing there. John is reminding us again that we belong to God. He's reminding us again that we belong to him and that we have the spirit alive in us. And that's the third thing I want us to continue in, to to look at today, is to continue to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. To continue to live in fellowship with the Father, to continue to live in fellowship with Christ, but also to continue to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, there is a battle between truth and untruth, between truth and lies. And John encourages us to continue to be led by being faithful to what we know, to be continuing to be led by the Holy Spirit. It reminds me of what Paul writes about keeping in step with the Holy Spirit. And the fruits of the Spirit. We are to keep, we are to be keep going to continue to be led by the Holy Spirit. Because as we were reminded in the Gospel of John, that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth, that He leads us to all truth, it says in John, doesn't it? Because the Spirit that lives in you, we know this verse, because the Spirit that lives in you, in us, is greater than the Spirit who lives in the world. And deception comes from the people of this world, from their viewpoint, but we belong to God. So when we we know that, when we understand that, that we belong to him, that's our viewpoint, that's our worldview, then we are confident because we do know that the battle has already been won. And so this is why we should continue in fellowship with the Father. This is why we should continue to stay in fellowship with Jesus. From these relationships, we have this confidence because the Holy Spirit that is in us is greater than any other spirit that may be in the world. We belong to Christ. So we have overcome these lies. Thinking about this word continue again and and the relationship and the fellowship we have with Holy Spirit, we need to resume and proceed to be led by the Holy Spirit, to live in his power, to continue talking to Holy Spirit, to listening to Holy Spirit. You know, that is such an important part of our walk with God, such an important part of our discipling of others and ourselves, is learning to understand, learning to hear Holy Spirit and what he is saying. In order to be led by the Spirit, we need to hear his voice. We, allow, we, we need to allow the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, to be the loudest voice 
but not the lies of the enemy, not the lies of other people, or not the lies that we create ourselves sometimes about who we think we are and we're no good. We are okay. We're, we're his child. We're his. All the things, all the promises that we know. To keep maintaining your fellowship with Holy Spirit. To remain in him. Again, this is all these continuing words, isn't it? Listen, continue, develop your relationship with Holy Spirit. And again, if there's been an interruption, if you haven't spoken to Holy Spirit for a while, well, resume. Resume. Continue. Say, okay, yeah, I haven't been I haven't been developing, I haven't been having this relationship with Father, Son, Spirit. For whatever reason, don't beat yourself up over it. Just resume. Keep on going. That's the beauty that we have of the relationship with the Father. He forgives us and we crack on. We keep going. Continue from now. So for me, you see, looking over the past two weeks, living in the truth means this. To one, stop loving this world. To two, to to do the will of God. To know the truth. To remain faithful. To live in fellowship with the Father. To live in fellowship with Jesus. To live in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Living and loving. Living in the light. Living in the truth. And as we started... Love each other just as I have loved you. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Let's pray. Yeah, let's just stop, pause. Maybe there's been an interruption for you. Remember that I talked about the, the spiritual reset when we were looking at living in the light of these three things, to confess, to obey, and to live. Or maybe the interruption has been because you've not been doing what is right. You've, you've come away from living in the light, living in the truth. Well, that's the beauty of Jesus and his mercy for us and God's mercy for us and the comfort of the Holy Spirit that we can confess to him that we can obey, and that then we can live. And that talks about this continuation. So if you're in a place of interruption today, I want to call you up. I want to call you out today and say, come on. You can with the power of the Holy Spirit in you. You know the truth. So the battle has been won against the lies of the enemy. Remember the truth, know the truth, and continue in it. So, Lord, I pray and thank you for your word. And I pray, Lord, that we will remain faithful to what we've been taught, that we will stay strong and be courageous and and know, Lord, that you are with us every moment of every day and that we will continue in our relationship, in our fellowship with you. And, Jesus, I thank you for your death and sacrifice for us so that we may have life, that we may live. And I thank you, Lord, that you didn't just die, but you rose again. And that because of that, we can have this beautiful relationship with Father, Son, and Spirit, that you made a way for us to be intimate with you. And may we continue in that, always thinking and knowing that you will return 
that we may live those lives that are right before your eyes. And thank you, Holy Spirit, that you equip us, that you empower us, that your Holy, Holy Spirit, you, you speak to us and that you comfort us and you show us the way you lead us. And I pray, Lord, we, I pray, Holy Spirit, that we get to know you even better in our lives. So I thank you for that. And I pray, Lord, each and every one of us will love each other and that others will know that love and see you in us that we are your disciples. So I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.